Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the You Got a Minute Fan Podcast. Before we get started with the show, just want you to spread the word, rate and subscribe to the show. Don't make me inbox you to ask you. You're listening right now. So rate, subscribe, and give a review if you can. And it'd be great if you shared the content on Facebook or talked about it in the groups when we uh, release it, which I might try to release it tonight, but always, if not, by noon tomorrow morning. And we're recording this on Sunday night. And I am joined by my co-host, who has not been suspended from Facebook in a good two or three weeks actively lazy yo i am i told you i'm rehabilitated man i'm gonna give it about two three months and then i'm gonna get suspended again tony mays my my frenemy tony mays he was suspended last night wasn't in a group of mine but it was in a different group he called someone big dog and he was suspended for that <laughs> like how is that an insult in any way like that's never been, even if you're calling somebody a big dog, like dogs are revered in America and not even counting it. So how is a big dog bad? I, I don't understand. I don't understand. It's kind of funny that it's him and he was trolling a lot in the wrestling group, but uh, that's awful. But let's get to the topics at hand, starting out with our headlines. Tim Tebow was cut. And we got a lot of gold out of bumping some posts and just out of the really good memes. I saw a good Will Smith meme from Fresh Prince. How come he don't want me, man? And I saw another one that said Tebow was going to sign with the Lakers. But overall, what did you think of Tim Tebow's attempted comeback? If Jesus couldn't trust the disciples, then Tim Tebow can't trust Urban Meyer. <laughs> I mean, that's what it boils down to, man. But no, for real, I... I want to say that the internet played a role in this. I've never seen anybody above the age of 15 block so poorly in my life. Um, and, you know, it's not often that we find ourselves in a situation where we can criticize professional athletes and truly say and mean that I could do better than that. But looking at Tim Tebow blocking, I could definitely do better than that. So, um, it's unfortunate that it had to go down this way. I, I would have liked to have seen the um, jump pass from um, Sunshine to Tim Tebow in the red zone one time before they sent them off to pasture. But, uh, yeah, it was, I don't think it was ever going to be any other outcome. Yeah, I mean, unless there was some kind of miracle. Um, I, you know, ironic that I used that word with Tebow. But the block is so funny. That, that was not... I mean, did you get Tebow to block? I mean, I was assuming you were getting him to use that athleticism he used to have downfield. If he could get like a head of steam, he could knock somebody down or something. But I, he was a very strong athlete and he used his size, but he was never like some kind of great athlete. He wasn't juking people. He wasn't, he just was a big, strong hoss of a guy who really put in the work. So I never was sure about that positional change anyway, outside of maybe an H back. But yeah, I just, I, I was, but he just is polarizing. So he's going to get some headlines. So hopefully, honestly, I, I think, it, and I've been a big Tebow fan in the past, but hopefully it's all run its course. Cause at this point I don't really care anymore. What I don't want to see it. What is so polarizing about him? Yeah. He's, he's a jar of mayonnaise 
in, in real life. Like he's. Born I know that's the thing too. Well, uber- a lot of it is because I, I I'm gonna say this: it, a lot of liberals don't like him because he's a Christian male, Christian white male, like the Sams of the world hate him like he, he's not doing anything to anybody he just says he loves jesus like go at least he put his money where his mouth is he's going to countries and circumcising people and you know so yeah. I, I i've always guy. believed he was a genuine article you know yeah, he's, a, he's a good guy man which you don't really find nowadays uh in professional sports like i mean he means well and if if he's got an opinion on something it's because it's, it's bible based like Big deal. You gotta hate him for that. <laughs> but yeah, that's I, why I, I never understood that's, it. That's but... what liberals do. And then they try to make it into something comparing him to Kaepernick and all that. It's like, two had nothing to do with one another. Tebow got plenty of hate, and he can't play. So those <laughs> those things, <laughs> maybe that's the similarities. But uh, LeBron GM survey: only ten scouts or executives voted on this one. Usually they have a bigger GM survey that I've seen, but maybe another one's coming. But five people voted for Giannis, five people voted for KD, nobody voted for LeBron, and of course he took to Twitter the next day and said, "Wash King, you're giving me the motivation." Blah 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 blah. blah. LeBron James. Exactly. <laughs> there, man, shut up, LeBron. Like, what are you gonna do that we haven't already seen? That we don't already somewhat expect. Even the people who hate on him still expect him to be great. Like the the like I don't understand. Again, I think we said that or I said this like maybe four podcasts ago. Never seen a guy with such ability need constant validation for greatness. Like we get it. Big deal. Want want. I'm pretty sure they asked the same GM who just checked five on each side just to get LeBron, <laughs> like pissed off. <laughs> Peers admire you. Other teams admire you. Look, like everybody has some form of admiration for LeBron James. People who hate him can't stop talking about him. People who love him can't stop talking about him. Like, give it a rest, bro. Give it a rest. Go, go help Anthony Davis get healthy. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't understand. I, I, <laughs> I don't understand. But I guess he needs these things. He's different. Because it's social media, and I'm sure his fans are chiming in. Jordan got mad at over every slight. Jordan didn't run to the press every time he felt a slight. He internalized it. You told, other people told me about Jordan's slights. Not Jordan telling everybody that knew. They were like, oh, that's make Michael mad. Everybody knew the deal. But I, I don't understand why LeBron has to do this other than attention. When, you know, you would think he gets so much attention, he would be tired of it. But. I, I, I don't know. I, I I don't understand. I don't I don't know. It'll be an interesting season. I want to get into that. And the last thing of the week, and it was a very controversial thread, Daniel Meadows, who almost never gets into like really heated battles, he was defending KD and Draymond. But basically the gist of the interview was that Draymond and KD, in particular more KD, were blaming Bob Myers and Steve Kerr for how they handled the aftermath of the Draymond and KD fight more than themselves. Bruh, you know, I really didn't, um, I really did not give that much uh, thought when I saw the the headline or when I saw that they were sitting down talking. Like, man, I, I don't know why 
anybody who entertained two people that are clearly fake. Like, Durant don't like anybody, really. He probably still ain't friends with, with Draymond. Draymond probably just conditionally friends with, with uh, KD. When they were on the team together, they never got along, really, and it was kind of apparent. And, and this doesn't have anything to do with the, the coach and the GM or owner. Like, this is just two guys who just personality-wise clash. So I don't understand why they why they trying to, like, push that off on somebody else. Like, they missed, like, Bob or, or Steve Kerr mishandled it. How? I don't I don't understand how they could come to that conclusion when at the end of the day, those two guys were on the court, those two guys had the words, and I think what Draymond actually got suspended. Like they handled it. Interview, yeah, yeah, right? they fined him, they suspended yeah, so, whatever. But that was what they were saying that because they handled it like that, uh, Durant was saying it should be like the last dance. We should have addressed it as a team. My interpretation of that is that they should have had a team meeting that they the the the, uh, the brass had or started to air out but the thing is everybody on golden state basically agrees nobody really came to durant's defense everybody oh, knew no. that draymond was right like he shouldn't have Ooh. called him a bitch but everybody knew that draymond was right so you're not it's not the same thing as scotty pippen sitting out because the fact that durant compares that to scotty pippen sitting out is uh <laughs> shows you a lot about how kevin durant thinks about things because that is not even close to a similar situation he left it and nobody can seem to understand the people that want to defend kd like jordan box and daniel meadows or is it i think it's meadows um it he and his indecisiveness about the free agency and not being up front with his teammates caused the whole situation. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just the nuances of this new age of athlete that just turns me off sometimes. Like, who cares about this? This isn't even real drama. Ain't nobody throwing no punches. We, we ain't got people sneaking into the other locker room trying to fight and stuff like that. Like, this isn't, like, something that needs to be sit down, sat down and talked about. I just watched... Malice in the Palace documentary, man. I don't need this bullshit. <laughs> Let's move to our finds and things got a little juicy. I find, I think it was yesterday, Dominic Zinga. He's been a regular, he will be a regular doing football season on this show. I find him for bragging about the Baltimore Ravens preseason record. I think they tied the record. I think it's 19, but they tied the record with the Green Bay Packers for the most preseason wins of all time. And he's like, guess what? Guess who didn't lose another preseason game? Why would we care about preseason, bro? We're talking about practice. Like, literally. What? What? Why do you care that your team is winning preseason games? I have. I don't know the Cowboys preseason record for any year in their history. Because it just doesn't matter. I stopped watching after the first quarter, usually. I mean, I'm watching the Niners preseason games, but I don't care if we win or lose. I just care about how certain people that I want to look good look, you know? I watch them. Uh, no, I'm saying and, I watch and, them, but yeah. I'm saying I don't care about – I don't know the result, and I damn sure ain't looking into it into the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter those guys ain't going to be on the team. Yeah, I'm like, yo, I I, I find somebody um, last week for, for posting about that. <laughs> like, it's, it's like we get it, but at the end of the day – Preseason is just a dress rehearsal, man. Like, uh, everything's literally vanilla. Ain't nobody really trying to out-scheme nobody. You're just lining guys up and, and seeing who can play. And at the end of the day, if you win, that's great. If, if it's two minutes left 
and and you're down by a score or something like that, you get to work on some like real game like situations or scenarios and run through some things with, with players, and that's great. But what we've seen blowouts galore week two of preseason. I mean, people getting beat like 35 to three. Uh, shoot, the Eagles ain't scored. <laughs> but I don't think the Eagles crossed midfield. Well, now that's kind of embarrassing regardless of where you're at. But um, at the end of the day, nobody really cares about that stuff. I'm glad you find them. And we got Rehan, who got really creative with the all-star fine. He gave a, I thought this was clever, a first ever posthumous all-star fine of 500 grand to Delaney, who's a blast from the past in the group, for a comment made in another group. I know he's probably going to run up at me at the next meetup like he did RC, which he didn't. But he makes everyone around him dumber. Addition by subtraction, not having him here anymore. Before I go into that, little history with Delaney is, you know, in my earlier days... My kids were teenagers. I'm making excuses. It was but literally before COVID. This, yeah, but I mean, this dude is. I'm sorry. <laughs> earlier days. My earlier days. It's like 2014, <laughs> 15. I'm 42, sir. Uh, the you know, only in my younger, in my younger days, I, I had less restraint than I do now, and Facebook didn't have a filter, and I just kept calling this dude a bitch, and like, it, it. it I got to have like a lot of disrespect for you to just call another man a bitch. And because uh, he was being that. And so <laughs> he really was. He was being that. Like Dupree is 10 times more man. Like Dupree get like a little bother, but Dupree is not a bitch. Um, this guy was a bitch. And he threatened to come up to the meetup and shoot it up and have people that could touch me up or something. He was said, obviously, he didn't come up there or whatever and i would just use the people besides you sir as human shields if he did come up and start spraying us but anyway <laughs> that's an epic ib uh sports moment anyway wonderful delaney uh said y'all couldn't wait to tear a black woman down in response to shikari coming in ninth place i believe ninth out of nine but and then the other guy says she lost to the other black women <laughs> so what what are we doing man um, where do I start? Uh, I guess the first thing here is that one, we need to really tell the truth when we talk about you and Delaney. Like, your actions, people like you, are why people like me get constantly banned, and, and people like Tony get constantly banned for the littlest things now because you were overly aggressive in bullying a, a kid. Delaney was like, 19 when you were trashing. You're a liar. He went to school with Carrie. Stop. Stop it. He went to school with Carrie. He went to school with Carrie. Stop this right now. Stop it. Stop it. Look, real talk though. Real talk though. Well, you ain't never using me as a human shield because I'm going to be down. I said, I I said I I wouldn't do you. That's that's love. I I, I said I wouldn't do you. I said everybody else. I've been unfortunately in a couple of tight spots. You are a big dude. You'd be a a good shield. Because I'm definitely going to get grazed or hit. Either way. (laughs) I don't know what Delaney from. I don't know anything about Delaney other than he said he was going to show up and he ain't show up. So there's that. And then as far as Shikari, hey, look, man, I love, I love, I love my sisters. I love my American athletes. You got to show up, bro. Like you ain't ran, you ain't ran for a minute. It don't look like she trained. It, it could, she couldn't have possibly trained to run an eleven. What like that is insanely slow. 
for somebody of her caliber. I ran that in high school. Yeah, like it. it and I, I was fast, but I'm saying an Olympic girl should better beat me. Yeah. Twenty years again, later. Again, exaggerating, of course. We're back in this scenario where I look at a professional athlete. And I'm like, man, you might as well put me out there. <laughs> the, I don't know if you see the picture, but the Jamaican girls was trolling her something terrible when she was doing her interview. Uh, Shelly Ann Frazier uh, walked by and gave like this little like grin, and then like kind of looked back again and grinned when she walked by when uh, Shakari was going off on her interview. But um, this isn't about tearing down a, a, a black woman or a black athlete. It's about tearing down somebody that talked a bunch of crap and ain't backing up. That's what I'm saying. Why are these women? And the, th- the funny thing is, too, and this is for this is for you, too, Mr. Hurt, Lawrence Hurt. They want to protect these black women who are in the, the, the sports sphere that are able to be criticized. Are we just going to always, when we criticize somebody, are we going to say, oh, they're rich and they got an endorsement deal and they got this so we shouldn't say it. So that means none of y'all can talk about Bron or Kobe or Jordan or even the, the 12-string dude on any team that makes the pros because they're winning in life like Jalen Rose said. Where's the fun in that? But also I want to point out to the point, you want to say black girl magic, but then when somebody accuses uh, one of these men of hurting a black woman, y'all ain't got nothing to say. Somebody needs your support a whole lot more than these rich black women are the black women who are accusing people of doing bad things to them. So I, I would like to point out that when everybody's talking about their black girl magic and tearing a black woman down, when you go support black women for real, not just famous ones. I support Brittany. <laughs> I don't. She needs somebody on the case, bro. Nah, she needs she needs somebody I, I on the case. It. Somebody need to be taken care of. She is crazy. Those social and media posts are ridiculous. I she, can't she's wait crazy. To her and PJ reconcile their differences, and she had to drop the kid off. Oh, I thought after, you meant Spears. My bad. See, that's what I meant. I can't. Even, I'm not with the coach. You talking about Britney? Spears. I thought you meant Spears. <laughs> I thought you meant Spears. I'm not into that trailer park stuff. PJ man. PJ said uh, she don't want to be saved. Did you see that he posted that? Yeah, that's what he said, but he, he about, that boy, that baby was about three, four months old, so he about 13 months too late. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. We, we all make mistakes. And you had a fine uh, this week of Michael Ort. Yeah. I believe Michael Ort is a, a Georgia, Alabama kind of guy that somehow survived that purge of when I had all those guys from Keith Sports Group come in. He's always survived it, but you did find him about the Cowboys. I'm proud of you. Yeah, no, for sure, man. I got to stand up for my squad. Yeah, y'all can't keep disrespecting my Cowboys like this, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, but for real, you know, I was thinking about this earlier, and I'm glad we, we, we can have this uh, talk on, on like, the, the show. Do you remember, was it 20? I'm pretty sure it was 2019. Dak Prescott got franchise tag, right? Mm-hmm. And then the Niners franchise tag Robbie Gold, and you guys were trolling the hell out of us. Like, oh, y'all use the franchise tag. It, it, it was very funny. Yeah, it was absolutely funny. I was looking at some things, and I would... Oh, Robbie Gold might have more points accredited to his name since that franchise tag Dak Prescott. <laughs> And, That's and a bad I'm, sign for your team. You kicking that many field goals? How about that? I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure his availability. I would say availability is pretty much everything, and, and he's 
way more available than. Oh, okay. Dak Here Prescott. we go. It's preseason. Dak's gonna play all sixteen games. It's, no it's worries. Pre-season. Don't worry it's about pre-season. it. Your quarterback blew his ankle out and he got an arm injury. How does that happen? How does that happen? It's not even like related. Like, there's no reason for him to have a shoulder injury. He ain't thrown for a year and a half. So y'all playing games or something else is going on, and I'm going to get to the bottom of it. I got my people on the case, man. The same people that found Dez's tape will also be finding out whether or not Dak Prescott is really injured, and I will have an update for you guys next week. Uh-huh. It's gonna be like the it's gonna be like the Dez tape, the infamous Dez tape that never turned hey, up, we, we and you were on the case. Me and my people got a hold of it. We burned it. I, I'm glad. And Thank I, you. And for... I went to Cancun, and I went to Cancun, and I made sure that uh, Zeke Elliott signed his contract. I, I know you guys remember that. I had the pictures. Well, so... we didn't. We didn't want Zeke to sign for that much money, so we just wanted him to come to camp. But okay. uh, but yeah, well, it's just I, I another. It's so dumb. So they they there's an unforeseen injury. So how in the world are the Cowboys gonna know that he hurt his shoulder, gonna hurt his shoulder, and you signed the money? So it's just dumb. It's just no, it was definitely dumb, man. It's just dumb. And, if, and anybody that supports this kind of logic will get fined by me every chance I get. I hate the franchise tag. I don't think it's necessary anymore. I think it was actually. At the time that it was implemented, it was probably necessary, but it has become a tool to kind of... Um, yeah, hold them down. It sounds like a good thing, but it yeah. really is like the worst thing. Not the worst, but it's a horrible thing for a player. Yeah, it devalues a player, especially when we're talking about double franchise tags. I know people see the money that you get like up front because of the, the actual tag, but if you think about it, you look at some of these guys' contracts and then how they can restructure later on in the deal and things like that, there's really no positive for a player to accept the franchise tag for more than one year. And now we move to our deflated game balls. I haven't been following baseball, honestly, enough to know this one, but it got a really bad reaction. Oh. And that was my brother, Corey. He says, remember, and he was all, he's got an agenda. He hates Mike Trout. I don't know why, uh, but I think I know enough. I think I know enough about baseball to know this is probably a bad take. But remember when y'all used to cape for Mike Trout saying he's the best baseball player decades and him never sniffing the playoffs or never sniffing playoff success wasn't his fault? Now he's not even the best player on this damn team. Y'all disgust me. Well, it's been like a decade. I know I do know Mike Trout has like all-time great uh, war. Uh, but was this a bad take by Corey as a baseball guy? Is the absolute worst take Corey Carlson has ever produced since he's been typing online, and he knows that. And he only did that to, to, to get a reaction out of me. It, it's, it's just all leading up to the inevitable clubhouse where me, him, Maurice, and Gregory get on, and the Lakers are playing somebody, and I'm going to call Westbrook a hoe, and we're going to get to fighting. That's just how it is. Like Everything just leads up and, and leads back to Russell Westbrook being on the Lakers now, I hate Westbrook, which in turn makes me hate LeBron because he's teamed up with Westbrook, and, and this is what we're going to do. It's going to be uh, a civil war coming, and you need to pick a side. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what was on Corey that day. I, I don't know what's going on. He's forcing that one. And now we got, this is probably going to be most of the podcast, sadly. Um, it actually started out with you trying to distance yourself from Sam, uh, disassociate Team Nickel with him 
you kind of put out a couple uh, messages to him. And that's kind of how the week started out with Sam. Because we get to Sam and his deflated game ball. Look, man. I tried. And then these N-words pushed back on me. and then They were defending him. Yeah, they were defending him. And then he turns around and reinforces everything that I said. And this is why I am the Team Nickel leader. You guys need to get off that Dupree stuff, man. Y'all need to listen to me. I just saved us so much trouble. I had us, I had the white women, and then Dupree kicked them out, and then Jesse went and got pregnant. Gibbons ain't even in the group no more. I don't even think Lisa's in the group no more. We done lost all I the think she's women. technically still around. Yeah, we done lost all the white women, and then we get stuck with, with Sam, who I have so many jokes for, but I was told that I, for the sake of, of his mental health and for the sake of this podcast, I need to hold off. Until I, I, he's irritating me so bad. You do whatever you want to do, bro. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, see, you want you want me to be look, bad guy? See, because look, you say that, and then and then when we get off of this, you gonna hit me up and be like, I'm gonna have to take some of that out. You, I, I, this podcast will not be on the air for two days if you let me go unleashed on Sam. So I'm gonna leave it alone. All I'm gonna say is, I told y'all. He needs some help after he completes the program and, and comes back. We'll, we'll give him a test run, see if he's if he's you know truly changed. But if not, I'm I'm Team Nickel done with him. And so it got really ugly with Sam. It actually started. I don't even know where it started, but uh, on the entertainment page, this is what this one got lit. Um, we were talking about Lizzo and her her being upset about being talked about on social media. And I thought it was a very good discussion. People were real thoughtful about it and saying, you know, she puts herself out there. But at the same time, you know, you're a loser if you're like attacking Lizzo online, unprovoked. And then, and you know, Dominic says some dumb stuff. But, you know, that that's par for the course and a couple guys. But mostly there wasn't any much hate on there. And Sam comes on and basically says that if Amy Schumer, who who I'm a cape for Amy, but for if Amy Schumer, Lizzo, Rihanna, and somebody called you to their house, you would come running. No, bro, we would not. If Rihanna did, we would. If Amy did, I think a lot of dudes protesting too much out there, but I would, but um, I think a lot of dudes are protesting too much, but not that people don't like Amy because of her personality and she's like an outspoken woman. But anyway, but Lizzo is in a whole nother category, bro. I ain't trying to fat shame anybody, but don't tell me what I would do or what the average man would do. It, it's just, it, it's too much, man. It's too much. Again, if you're under 200 pounds, you fresh meat for Lizzo. I'm just gonna let you know that right now. <laughs> you gonna have to fight her ass off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm way over two. I'm about two twenty, so I can I can knock it down. Yeah, you don't, don't, don't. She gonna look at you. I'm, I'm two thirty these she days. Gonna, she gonna have a scale there if you have I'm two thirty five. You two thirty, two thirty five these days. You gonna you gonna be in an American Horror Story? <laughs> 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 hey, but for, first of all, man, look. I'm gonna start off with saying this: White people can't tell black people nothing about big black girls, man. Well, I think he meant everybody, just the, the general public. Public, but yeah, I know what you're saying. We know the rules. We know the rules for for big black women. We know what they like. Lizzo would not get any play from the average black man. She's just not like that's just not how it works in our in our culture. Our culture 
will be friends with her if she if she can to you you know that's that's your homegirl and everything and and if she's got a certain set of skills they, they might be real good friends with her but other than that i mean that's not what the average black man is attracted to and it's nothing against lizzo i think she's a talented artist i think um sometimes these people bring this kind of attention on themselves with, with their platforms and social media, but then you also got to understand some of this stuff just comes with the territory. Um, people going to talk about you one way or another, and I'm sure she even heard every fat joke in the world at this point. So, um, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure what Sam was getting off with that. Uh, Zynga disgusts me. I don't even want to talk about what he said he would do. No, we got to talk about that. You got to talk if about we, that. If we, if we going by that list of people... I'm insulted that Rihanna's even on the list. That's that's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. You should have been kicked out. I don't ever want to hear him talk about women before. I don't know. Rihanna is like a 10. Everybody thinks Rihanna is 10. I I don't understand what, (laughs) why she got on the list. I love, look, now I like Amy as like, I just like her, but like she's not my top 50 or anything. Yeah. I just think she's attractive and most guys lie and say they don't. But, uh, and I made that joke about Amy being, uh, I'd rather do Amy than Amber uh, Rose. And I would. I stand by that, even though I'm not sure what she looks like um, post-pregnancy. And yes, we are being sexist, but we're being real with guys. Last week I was I was trying to uh, defend the women. Today, I'm gonna objectify. I'm sorry if you listen to this, the few ladies that listen. But no, just no. And, you know, I find it for that. He also got into one another horrible argument with Ryan Lazarnik. Ryan Lazarnik is also Jewish. So I don't know if that's like a rivalry they got going. But he start, he started what? attacking. Wait, what? Yeah, he's Jewish. Yep. I've seen him say it in the thing. No. Yes, he is. No. Boy. And then he said it. He said I had to go to whatever, you know, their little things. I don't mean that as an insult. I just don't know what they are. So I'm sorry. Can, not being... can, I, make a, can I make a poor taste joke right now? Yes, please. I need to see their. I need to see their papers. Oh, Jesus know. Christ! <laughs> I, oh, oh, I didn't. I didn't know it was in that poor taste. Oh, oh. Okay. I apologize. My phone was hacked. Yeah, yeah, just forget what it is. Like, uh, who's the comedian that was making fun of Simone Biles? Michael Che was that him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. I don't Michael know what happened. Chase. I don't know. Yeah. Somebody else said that. It was like those Zoom calls that people, uh, <laughs> they hack into. <laughs> but, yeah, he's he supposed to be Jewish. To, but, anyway, he, he insulted Ryan. Like, it's like he had these preset. Uh, you know, you have presets on your radio. Just hit one, two, or three. He had preset insults. He said, man, your kids must be ashamed of you. Ryan's like, I ain't got no kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was like, what's going on? I tried to talk to Ryan. I said, Ryan, can you just ignore him? He's having a hard time. And then every time he would, and then Ryan did keep it going. But for the most part, I saw Sam would just kind of go all the way in and go at him real hard. Then Ryan would come back and talk about Sam's unfortunate catfish situation. Uh, finally, I tried to end it. And I said, Sam has been placed on the commissioner's exempt list so he can address his mental health. I won't go into details, but he was recently involved in a bad fishing accident, which sent him into a bad downward spiral. He, the last straw was actually, he basically said that the reason why Kevin Durant has not uh, maxed out his potential is because he's mentally fragile, which I think Kevin Durant has maxed out his potential. <laughs> like what? He's like a perfect basketball player. He's just a really mentally weak <laughs> off the court and he saw the he took the easy route to get titles, but he still won them. So, 
I mean, I think Kevin Durant would have won a title eventually. Yo. But what in the world? That was one of the worst takes I've seen in a while. <laughs> so you know how you, like, I'm pretty sure you do this too because um, you, you do the admin stuff more now than I do. But, like, you see a post, you just skim it and, and look at who who said, like, look at who <laughs> posted and then look at the keywords and then just, like, I ain't reading that. So I saw Sam and I saw KD and I didn't read it. Is that really what he said? Yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. oh, yes. Oh, yes. He said, has any, he said, has anybody, like, in history ever basically left it, and paraphrasing, left as much on the table as KD because of being mentally soft? These are the type of takes that when I get my admin privileges back, I'll just let you be mad at me for kicking out all stuff. We can't have these people affiliated with the group, man. Like, he can do team turnbuckle, but he can't comment on sports anymore. Team Turbo it won't it won't great like it won't great this morning. I don't know. He need to take some time. It won't great the one he did today about CM Punk. It won't great. I was like, Lord, what is going it, on, man? Bro? What is going on? I, I don't know. I've been checking on him. I've tried I've tried the soft love. I've tried tough love. I don't know whatever. <laughs> I don't know what love is left to try on him, man. It was just a breakdown of ep- epic proportions, bro. I don't and then just let me just say it like this. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. After what had transpired with his fishing uh, accident, I don't think he should be commenting on women and and and, and desire. And I think I would take a break from that. In true, was it Cuomo fashion? Cuomo, whatever that dude. Cuomo, is. yeah, Andrew Cuomo. Yeah, in true fashion, he literally is just tone deaf to his situation in comparison to. Like, yo, you should lay low right now. You shouldn't be out here commenting and stuff. You should be chilling somewhere. Uh, but let me just give this quick disclaimer. We jokingly call a lot of white people racist in this group. And and I would say 90% of the white people just take it in stride, awkwardly laugh, and keep it moving. I am fucking tired of white people calling white people racist. You don't get to do that. You, you don't get to do that. Let the black people or the Asian people, or the other minorities that we got in the group, let them throw out the racist word. Because I feel like we would know what racism looks like exactly. against us, rather than you speaking for us. Like we, don't, we don't need that in the group, and I would suggest in, in our current societal climate, you not do that outside of the group either, because that's a good way to get your ass turned into a Karen, or, or a Chad, or made into some kind of meme, um, and, and be trending for the wrong reasons because, frankly, a lot of these situations are, are just like embarrassing because people are overreacting and the people who are overreacting are not the people who should be overreacting. Mm. So, uh, we appreciate your support, but we, we can take it from here, okay? Yeah. Uh, it's very reminiscent of that meme that somebody posted that one day but she said it wasn't <laughs> true. And I just try to be really nice. I mean, I try not to, but if if I'm if interactions with black people, I'm a despite the political differences, I'm a lot more comfortable with Ryan's interactions with black people than I am with Sam's. And I hate to say that, but you know, it is what it is. At least I know what Ryan. I I don't know. I'm not even gonna go too deep because I don't want to bash him for thirty straight minutes. But he is deserving of a lot of attention this week. So Sam, you got. The vote of the week, the the deflated game ball of the century, it's all to you. I tried to mute him for seven days. He's got so many all star um tokens that he could unmute himself, but he's gonna burn them. And we won't say the foul thing that Dominic said. 
I'm going to let y'all find it on your own uh, just for the sake of time. But uh, our boy Justin Fields, who I'm rooting for, I hope evidently it looks like he's not going to start week one because Andy Dalton says it's not his time, but it's really a naked decision. But Justin Fields, after saying the game was a little slow at his first preseason game, I believe it was, could have been second. Don't fact check me. But this preseason game, he got lit up. So in our bump segment, we are going to give Justin Fields his due. Uh, I hope he doesn't take that Lenny route, Lenny Fournette route, where he thought the game was easier and he learned that it is not. Hopefully Fields learns his lesson now. I got faith in Fields, man. I'm pretty sure Ron Day texted him or called him like right after that and was like, hey, 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 hey chill. <laughs> chill. You are you are not in a position to say things like that. I mean, and it's preseason. Why do they say this in preseason? Do y'all realize this is not real? They're not going like this. They they looking for your life. You know, Yo, um, my man got Blessed. I'm pretty sure I saw his soul leave his body. It was body. tough. It was, it tough. was like one of them cartoons when they get hit and then they just turn into the angel with the heart. Like that's what <laughs> he, he probably blacked out for like maybe two, three seconds and, and forgot where he was at. Like he got lit up, man. And, and and you know I'm seeing this like unhealthy trend from these coaches, but they keep running these plays that are just poorly designed when it comes to blocking. And, like, the quarterbacks are not rolling with the pocket or the pocket is rolling, but the quarterback is still standing, like, in the same spot. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo almost got hit like that today. And I'm like, dang, he's he not even athletic as uh, Fields. At least Fields kind of, like, got down or at least braced himself. I was like, Jimmy about to die. <laughs> like, you know, can we just run some basic blocking schemes so we keep people upright? But, yeah, like uh, – you a rookie quarterback, you don't need to be saying none of that shit there. That'll get you hurt, for real. And moving on to Naomi Osaka. Oh, uh, gosh. And I do want to say this before I give her the... um, Before I, I give her... What am I giving her? Just trash, but uh, a flop warning. Not saying she's trash. I'm saying what she was saying was trash. Um. Yeah. Giving her a flop warning because she broke into tears and walked away. But Joe Matz wants us to know that she came back um, after she cried and went away. Because a reporter asked her an aggressively worded question. And she broke down in tears. But I want to give her props because later on, she said that she did some soul searching. And she tried to figure out what it was about the press that was upsetting her so much. And it was that... They do interviews, and then later on, they get headlines to say she fell short, she choked, and she saw she's mostly talking about other people. So it's a fear of failure and a fear of bad coverage when she plays bad, which is what you should expect anyway. But anyway, I think she wants to please everybody. I don't think she's a bad girl. I root for her. She's currently, well, I guess she was my favorite tennis player. I always have a favorite female tennis player. I like women's tennis. And, um, but so, but, but this episode of crying because he asked you a, a aggressively worded question like what's going on man yeah i don't i don't i don't like picking at people not named sam when it seems like they're really going through something so i say this with the utmost respect from for osaka but get the hell out the paint <laughs> if you really can't handle a question like that or if it's really that bad 
then take a legitimate break. Because I don't know how else somebody can, can shape a question. Like I don't I don't know how else he could have asked the question that he asked. I didn't I didn't catch this bullying tone that her agent or whoever it was that was a PR person was talking about. I didn't catch any of that. I just God just asked the question. And, and she just broke down and cried. And she did come back and finish it. But I don't know how anybody's supposed to expect that you can overcome a mentally challenging sport like tennis if you can't handle just, like, the, the simple questions that people are throwing at you. Like, how does that affect your game, you know? Like, what is, what's going through her mind when she plays? Because tennis is, is a, a grueling sport. I don't think people realize that, but those tournaments are long, you know? And there's going to be times where you're going to have questions of yourself or people are going to ask you questions after a match and things like that. If that's going to be your reaction, then again, I really think you need to take a longer break. Um, I, I feel bad for Osaka because I keep comparing her in my mind to Serena Williams. And every time I see her cry or every time I see her complain, I'm like, yo, Serena had it a hundred times. Yeah, right. and Venus, and Venus. Don't forget yeah, Venus. Yeah. Yeah, right? So it, it's and maybe it's because I identify her as black even though she's probably more Japanese but <laughs> she identifies as, as black when it's convenient so, Yeah, um, I don't want to get into that but yeah, she definitely yeah, is more I, on the Japanese I side. I will say it. Yeah, she does. Not a lot of people claim Haiti anyway. I'm just going yeah, you know, to say what I want. That's another topic too that I would like to discuss but either way um, yeah, it's just one of those things where I don't feel like the media and fans need to cater but so much to people who are who are putting themselves in the spotlight. Like this is what you do, this is what you signed up for. If you can't handle something as basic as that, then again, you need to take a break. And then we kind of had I don't know if I want to go into it or not, but I won't, because Jordan Box, we can save that conversation. Jordan and Corey, they're anti-media, realizing that social media is media. You can't escape media. The media is the vehicle in which you have this platform, one way or the other. Now, whether you want to get mad and say, I don't have to do press conferences, you have to deal with the media if you're famous. Otherwise, you can't exist and you won't be famous because you have to have well, I mean I guess you can do it with your own platform but are there any is there anybody out there that just functions on their own website that's how they get all their business no yeah. you're on that, YouTube that which is media you're on Facebook which is media you're on Twitter which is media you you're the people the advertisers you have they want to see you they advertise through the media but but I digress let's get to some fun stuff here OnlyFans is banning sexual content, sir. I I know uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speculate whether you use the product or not, but I know you must have an opinion about that. I have an opinion on anything related to that. Yeah, I mean, let people make the money how they make their money. I've never had a problem with prostitution or um, sex work. I mean. I don't know how else to explain it other than people should be allowed to, to make their money how they make their money. There's way more exploitive ways of people making money out here than yeah. sex. It is. And, and it's and probably nobody safer. Wants, nobody wants to talk about that. But, you know. And stuff like OnlyFans is actually safer for the women because they're not actually having to come in contact with these people. 
You know what I mean? You're, you're, you don't have to. It's a subscription-based thing. And, I mean, I believe to the to my core, unless it's hurting somebody else, leave people alone. This Puritan bullshit that the country was founded on or, or has these hints of is silly and unhealthy. Uh, I do know because of Daniel Leclerc and his crack research, his reporting, that basically they're banning, like, actual sex acts. But so it's not it can't be straight porn, but, you know, they can have pictures or videos or whatever like that. But but Daniel has done the research. And I think that's because of their evaluation and they maybe they're going public or not. But usually businesses, when they try and expand, they clean up some of the things that would look bad for the public. But I'm like, man, just let let these people be. If they, if you if you got a girl and I saw so many people resent it, you could tell the men that don't like women because they're like, oh, they got to get a real job now, bro. That's work. Work is work. There's a yeah. demand for it. Work is work. And you're if you're mad because a girl getting OnlyFans, something wrong with your love life. Yo, we live in a society where Hugh Hefner was a pariah. But these chicks can't make money off of their exactly. bodies. Exactly. No and they got the power instead of in the porn industry. They take care. Of, they 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 take advantage of women all the time. But they got the power. Oh, we mad? Like what? What? If if dudes want to pay for their feet or pay for whatever, more power to them. But that takes us. And I said feet by accident. But Rachel Dolezal, she is on OnlyFans giving out, I guess not nudes, but uh, what is it, like hair tips, but mostly feet pics I saw. Uh, she just won't go away. But I want to give her a shout out because she did do good work for the community even though she was black facing. <laughs> like if you look at her record, she was doing good work, bro. Better than yeah. Sean King. She won't get nothing out of it. She was just like a local NCAA rep, uh, NAACP rep. I mean, that's fine and all, but why would anyone want to like I don't understand why would you want to make yourself black and then again if you want to make yourself black I feel like you 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 really going above and beyond the cause <laughs> most of us most of them would just want to sample our culture she went all in you can help and not and not have to make yourself black <laughs> she went above and beyond the call of duty bro yeah, it's just weird, man. Like, like she was undercover or something. Like, she just took it to heart. <laughs> <laughs> and people pay for her feet? Uh, they are, and she's proposed this. I don't know if they do pay for them or they, they will or not or whatever. So, I keep so telling my girl, I keep telling my girl, Amy, that I could be her, uh, her, her middle man. I'm saying this with air quotes. If she want to do some feet pictures. <laughs> but, uh, here's my question. Would she have been able to do the feet pictures before she people found out she wasn't black? Because that would be kind of weird. Did she paint her feet black? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying too. Because you know the feet got to be the whitest thing. Yeah. On on her body, because everybody, I mean, black people's feet are light a lot of times. So I don't know, but they didn't have OnlyFans, so we don't know. And just to close out things, the goat Ric Flair was in the news. If y'all didn't see it. Somebody took a photo of Ric Flair, looked like a bus or a train, and he was going to he was going to town um, with the oil fixation. I'll say, um, <laughs> Ric Flair. His Twitter account says it wasn't him because everybody knows the Nature Boy would never ride a train. Woo! <laughs> My man, Rick, sick Rick. That's right, 
ladies. Slip Rick. 73 <laughs> years young. Still in the game. You would never, I mean never, catch your man Slip Rick in the back of a train with his face between some woman's legs. Please. It would be too wet. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Yeah, it and was for everybody out there. It was it was something beautiful though. It was it was funny too because I mean that way his hair. I don't think any other human's hair slicks back the way his hair slicks back. <laughs> it definitely looked like him. It definitely looked like him. Hopefully, I, I feel like he's not owning it because it wasn't his wife or something. But they caught you, boy. The real Ric Flair. Let's be real, Rick. Let's be real, Rick. You probably ain't been with your wife in a while, or just only your wife in a while. The real Ric Flair. The real Ric Flair has financial troubles from time to time because he spends too much money. So the train is possible. It's possible. I showed my son the Ric Flair documentary when he was like 11 months old. And for like a week, he went around going, woo. (laughs) And it made me so proud. (laughs) Eric Bischoff tells a story about Ric Flair. And they're, they're all out there. That he had to put on the company charge card a $5,000 bar tab. Not even the club. A bar tab. Five grand. This dude, he got mad at TNA. He, wherever he goes, especially like right after he retired, he just expected the company to pick up his bar tabs. And they'd be four, five, six, seven thousand dollars. God, that's why you go broke, bro. Ric Flair used to come into the Marriott, bro. And just do whatever he wanted. And there was one time where he pissed on himself and had to get his sheets changed. And when the like person went up there to change his sheets, he basically offered to have sex with them because he was doing them a favor, is what he told her. <laughs> he hit her with the Space Mountain line. Wow. And the only reason why I know that is because I was working security. Probably worked in the eighties. Yeah. Well I had to go I had to go up there and talk to him about, you know, Basically, not harassing. You can't do that. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, man, but this is Ric Flair. It was it was an awkward conversation that I ended up trying to get his autograph with. But you know, <laughs> <didn't work> out. <laughs> All right, before we go, I do want to hand out a real uh, game ball Jordan box. He was doing a Lord's work. He went a little too far on Team Turnbuckle. Got him my nerves. I questioned his reading skills, but he will give me a good battle. Um, he gave it to me over Naomi and uh, the Durant thing and he's usually pretty logical even if we don't agree might interpret something different so shout out to Jordan Box for doing good work you lost me in Team Turbuckle day 4 about arguing but you, you, you're staying strong I like a good argument so shout out to him you got any parting shots of words of wisdom or thoughts nope just what two to three months baby G I'll just wait once I get that admin back it's gonna get real dark in the Mm, yeah, you're really encouraging me to give it back to you. <laughs> For Star Screen and the Commish. This has been the You Got a Minute Fan Podcast. Support the grand. Support the brand. Peace. <laughs> Support the grand.